welcome back everybody, Slim Slam and the Bandwagon Fan. I'm Slim, he's Slam, and to my left, that is the Bandwagon Fan, as always brought to you proudly by the Jersey Cartel on Facebook. Boys, week eight in the books, how are we? Well, <laughs> big week, Blaze, few upsets here, so that's couple. always good to look forward to uh, on the show to come. Yes, Nazi, we'll review a couple of um, the ups and downs of the weekend that was, Schnazzy. It was my right? worst week in tipping, so I'm not doing as well as I've previously done. I okay. think I was 12 or 14 last week, yeah. only got eight this week. Yep. But in saying that, good week of football, some close games, some upset, as Slammer said, and I can't wait to get into it. This will be a couple of crackers mixed in here. We had a couple of really good games of the week to, um, to look at. So, But before we do all that, as you have all come to know and love, the Good Call, Bad Call segment is back yet again with our man, the Schnazenator. Not sure about that one. Mm. Um, but anyway, take us through. Big names on the fly, I don't mind it. <laughs> take us what you got for us this week, Schnazzy. Thanks, Blazenator. <laughs> <laughs> so, Good Call, Bad Call. Given the injuries to George Kittle yep. and Jimmy Garoppolo, the 49ers season is almost all but over. I would suggest that while people were talking, a little, I'm going to call it a good call, don't get me wrong. Um, it was called a Super, a Super Bowl hangover a little bit early on in the year. I think at this point, you can probably write it off as it's just the war of attrition has got the best of them and they just run out of stock. Yeah, I think I'd have to agree there, Blaze. Yeah. Um, They'd really. I feel like they'd started to get back on track probably the last two weeks. Yeah. And then to have two or three weeks, and then to have all those injuries come in, obviously on the weekend, lose your quarterback for six weeks, Kittle for eight weeks. Yeah. It's it's, it's going to be real. It's a real hard ask now for them to make the playoffs. Well, thought. you look at like they've struggled for consistency in the skill position anyway, and Kittle, you know, is that guy who can just bring, he can make all the difference, and, and to Samuel's lose him still out as well, and Samuel's back yeah. out again for another couple of weeks. So you know they're back up against the wall. Um, I'm not sure about who they've got coming up, but you know, I think it's probably fair to say it might be. Um, got it the might Packers be, this week, Thursday night football. Yeah, they, it might be curtains for them. Well, the I mean, they blokes. didn't look, in my opinion, they didn't look too great against the Seahawks anyway. Yeah, that first three quarters was pretty much trash. Yep. Um, until you know the third stringer came in. Yeah. Oh mate, and um, Bertrand. Nope. Bertrand. No, Mullins. Bethard. Oh, Mullins is third now. Yeah, I think yeah. Mullins came in. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. think Berthard's out. Is he? Yeah. Oh, this is just shambles down there. So, it? Look, it's not <laughs> looking good that. in San Francisco. <laughs> Silicon Valley, watch out. Yep, that's right. Next up, good call, bad call. Lamar Jackson's passing game will limit the Ravens from achieving their full potential as a squad of men. Slammer? Well, I mean, it is looking a bit that way. I flagged it last week. I did say about how Pittsburgh were going to try and stop that run game and force them into throwing situations there. And I feel like they definitely did that the way they wanted to do it. Uh, I don't know. Is it... Is it that he's throwing, his passing game is so poor or is it that other people have caught up to the other stuff which is making his passing game look worse because you you can sort of I, well, yeah, clog up the box? I get, yeah, that's the thing. If you're going to sell out against the run and force him into it, like yeah. I think Pittsburgh kind of schemed him into doing that. But I've got concerns about the Ravens in that in that conference now. Um, obviously, the Steelers... Conference or division? Well, both. Yeah. Obviously, the conference in terms of where you want to get at the end yeah. of the season. Like, obviously, the Kansas City Chiefs have proven on a couple of occasions now that they're probably a step above where they yeah, can they're get kryptonite. to. Definitely. Mm. And now you've got a defense in Pittsburgh who looks like they've got that. I mean, I know well, the Ravens yeah. still had a fair few running uh, rushing yards. Yeah. But um, I think it's that element of can you... Lamar's a, a perfectly fine thrower, but if you expect him to be great, I think you, you're running into some some roadblocks there. Yeah, and I think if you're trying to come from behind late as well, yeah. I think when when you can take away the run game mm. and not let them do it at all because of time restraint, yeah, then I think they're in a much worse position. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's tough times down there at the moment. And, yeah, and, it, and they're, now they're two games behind the Steelers in the division, which, as you've just said, that means they're either if they're going to make the playoffs, which you'd still accept them to make the playoffs, they're going to be the five, six, or seven seed. Yep. So they're going to be on the road first week 
unless they can pull back two games on the Steelers. Which, which is going to be tough. Which and they'll, like have to play, the they'll have to play the Steelers again in Pittsburgh. Yeah. So, so, I mean, there's backs against the wall stuff for the Ravens there. But, I mean, Lamar and, and the boys down there, they've got obviously got good character and they don't mind having the backs against the wall and people doubting them a little bit. But I think mm. there are some real question marks you're starting to come forward. Yeah. And one other man no who might agree with this is Hollywood Brown. Yes. yes. Well, he did. Very hot on the Twitter on the weekend. Yeah, yes. he was not impressed. He, um, yeah, he got out there and he's, you know, if you've got a, a Lamborghini in the garage, why don't you take it out for a drive kind of yep. thing? And it's just... <laughs> I think his words were, what's the point of having soldiers if you're not going to use them? Yeah. yeah. So, exactly. shout out so, Hollywood he, Brown. We love you over here. Yeah. like Soldier Boy as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. which is just even better. Yeah. We love that little like slide in the pop culture reference and whatnot. Mm. So that's always nice. <laughs> we appreciate that. Before we move on from there, this Correct. is no shade at Lamar Jackson. We think he's still an unbelievable player. 100%. However, just, just all successful quarterbacks yeah. in, the, in, in the NFL have been the mold of Patrick Mahomes. So yeah. I think he's being found out a little bit. You're gonna have to when you're a bit one-dimensional like that, it can be very hard to work it out on the first-year scale so you can get away with a lot of stuff. Yeah. And Harbaugh seems really like intent on trying to keep playing that way and not advancing his system at or all. adapting it, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, there's some question marks. I think that's the key point. And, like, unfortunately, we said this when they lost to the Chiefs. Like, a lot of these questions can't get answered until the end of the season. Like, in, in the postseason is when yeah. you can silence some of this stuff. And for the time being, they're just going to have to live or in that come, sp- yeah. Live in that space. Yeah, exactly. Not doing so they're under the pump. They're under the pump. It's almost become its own segment, the Ravens. <laughs> Look, yeah. Very good. Next <laughs> one here. Is Devante Adams the best wide receiver in football? Slammer? <sighs> I love this call, Schnazzy boy. I think he might just be. Yeah. I really think he might be. He is insane. He made a catch on the weekend in the back of the end zone with a defender draped all over him. I'm not even sure he could see the ball when yeah. he still caught it. It was insane. I At the moment, I reckon, and like based on in form right now, mm. he's the best wide receiver in the game. Yeah. yeah. Well, the other two you would have would be DeAndre Hopkins and Michael Thomas. Yeah. yeah. And we Michael Thomas, Michael Thomas is, hasn't haven't seen him through eight weeks of football. Yeah. And Hopkins, D-Hop's been pretty good. He's been consistent. Yeah. yeah but, but hasn't been as impactful not as like, Devante Adams. Not like Devante Adams, no. There's a factor in there too when, you know, Aaron Rodgers is throwing you the ball. Like, Kyler's come a long way and he's looking mm. pretty good, but it's still Aaron Rodgers. And yeah. some of those, some of those balls that he throws him, like, like you say, that one that he caught without having a look, there's an element of the ball's going to be yeah, there. He's just always like, open. It's yeah. insane. Oh, he's fantastic. It's Don't get me insane. wrong. I think um, he's definitely making a case for that question. And obviously not seeing Michael Thomas is probably enhancing that mm, kind of, yeah. that yeah. kind of um, statement. Yeah, um, Good call. Probably helps with the system he's playing in at the moment. Rogers loves to throw the ball. Not yeah. a lot of offensive weapons well, Aaron in the team. Jo- Aaron Jones out at the moment. So. Yeah. Yeah, it, it keeps the floor Your open mate, for him. Was it Vantes Sterling? Marquez. Marquez Valdez Scantling. Yeah, don't yeah. like him anyway. Serious, serious name. <laughs> no good. But for mine, Slammer, I'd have him up there with your, your Kamara's, your Dalvin Cooks and your Derek Henry's of importance to their side and yeah. winning games. Yeah, mm-hmm. you had and me confused for a second, but yep, I'm with you now. Because there are running backs and yeah. they're wide receivers. <laughs> Did you think you were losing the plot there for yeah. a second, but that's all right. Still losing it, but I've still got some left. Yeah, just maintain it just enough. Just Last enough. one. Good call, bad call. The Chargers' yep. fourth quarter performances are becoming a serious concern for Charger fans. It's got to be. This is a consistent, and we've mentioned this in a couple of weeks before, this is a good call, Schnaz, because this is a systemic problem in that franchise. And now you've got Herbert, who's coming along great guns, and you're still seeing the same cough-ups like you had with old Philly boys. So I don't know Yeah. I don't know where they're at there. I mean, you know, Atlanta cop all the flack because they, they have the big high-profile you know, snuff outs and whatnot. But the Chargers are making a serious... Making a case. They're making a serious case for coughing up the unlosable games. I think, was that the third game this year they've lost when they're up by more than 10 or... Fourth. Fourth? Yeah. yeah something like that. It's not so. Good. I think know. I think they can get away with it more because they've got the rookie quarterback and stuff yeah. and they don't obviously have a wide receiver. Keenan Allen's good, but he's probably not as good as Julio Jones. Yeah. 
So I think that gets me out of the spotlight. I think the fact for them that they're a fairly small market team, they're clearly the second team in LA at the moment as well. I think yep. they're getting away with a lot of stuff Yep. because they're not as in the headlines. But yeah, I definitely think it's a cause for concern. If you, sit, if you sit down and look at the numbers, it's, it's, a, red, it's a red alert. It's not something that's going to be, you know, contribute to a like great success no, of this no. organization. No. And it's as you rightly said, it's becoming almost Falcon esque. Yeah, well, it is. It, you which know, has rattled them for years. Well, exactly, and they've they've struggled to like shake off the stink of of that Super Bowl, obviously, and it's haunted them ever since. And I I think when it comes down to like a franchise's you know, consistently coughing up these kind of games, that's when you get really concerned because then everyone on your list thinks, oh, God, yeah. they're coming again. You know, I confidence goes down. It's no, all, they're mentally rattled. It's flow-on effects all around. I think for the Chargers, I think it's just their ball club problem, whereas Atlanta, I think it actually might be a statewide Georgia problem. Okay. Like the Braves do it pretty much every year as well. Yeah. So the, I reckon the, the Bulldogs the Hawks, did it one year as yeah. well. The Hawks haven't been good for a long time. So you're like, really a, breaking it There's a lot of problems way, um, in Georgia, something is what in the, I'm saying. Something in the water. Professional sports teams in Atlanta, Georgia, not good. Flat. Not good. They're right rap game on the rap. other hand. I was yeah, say, they, did, game, <laughs> they did manage the to push out Vegas and whatnot, which is um, you know, a favourite of ours. But hey, I think that's a good call, Shinazi. I think it's a real call, uh, cause for concern. And um, as long as you've got Herbert there, you'd hope that that, that can turn around with time. Um, but that's what it's going to take. It's going to take. I think the time. key point there is they do have Herbert there, yeah. and he has turned out to yeah. exceed everyone's expectations. Yep. And I think no we'll doubt. get into that more when we talk about their game that they yep. actually lost this week. I'm they thinking. did indeed. But um, I think that's not a bad little transition. Another good yep. segment in the books there, Shazzy. We will get into the games now, um, yeah, especially since we were talking about the Falcons there, Blake. Correct. So we'll tie like. straight into them. They actually got a win this week, they as much did. as we were putting them down a little bit there. They knocked off the Carolina Panthers in Thursday Night Football. 17-25 mm. to 25 was the final score. A bit of an up-and-down contest. Um, the Panthers kind of struggled. There was no C-Mac, I think, is probably the main thing to come out here. He was activated, but we didn't see him. Yeah. Um, so, old Davis, Mike Davis, I believe his first name is, took yeah, most of the work there. Yep. Um, but, yeah, the Falcons come away 25-17. Sadly, Chuck, Calvin mm. Ridley left the game a bit sore. Second quarter, I believe. Yeah, I don't want to talk about it too much, Blaze. It's yeah. obviously upsetting. He only had three receptions for 42 yards there. Yeah. But, uh, you know, hopefully that'll be all good. I'm not too sure about the I haven't seen uh, the prognosis yet. No. Yeah, no. Um, Ryan was pretty good on the weekend, though. 291 yards. Pretty good game for him, I would have thought. Julio Jones was back to his best. Yeah. Um, especially in the first quarter. He had like three or four... He three, strung it together of late yeah. as well. Yeah. He, had, he ended up with seven for 137 yep. on the day. Just on him, though, he has the most games in the NFL with 100 yards mm -hmm. and no touchdowns. Yeah. He's got 29 of those games. Nobody else in the entire NFL has got more than 22. He's a proven chain mover. He's a proven chain mover, but he's also he's not a red zone threat at all, which mm. is just puzzling. It's interesting. Really, yeah, it really, really strange. Is. Schnauzi, any take takeaways for you, my friend, out of this one? Uh, not a lot, really. I'm keen to see Christian McCaffrey come back into yeah. this Panthers side. I feel yeah. like they, they could use that. I think Teddy Bridgewater started to, you know, he's a bit of an unknown at the start of the season because he was riding the bench at yep. the Saints last year. And maybe some teams are still starting to work out their offense a bit. So, you know, they've sorted out the pass game, bring back the run game. They might, you know, throw a few curveballs in some of these later games of the season. Uh, absolutely. We did see in a little parallel for the week before, the Cowboys, obviously Andy Dalton got um, a pretty nasty hit low and late. Teddy Bridgewater received a similar kind of treatment, and this week, his teammates actually stuck up for him, yeah, actually, which was yeah. a, which was an interesting um, as example of what you should do. A little side for bar. any of you Cowboys players. If, out there. if a defender slides in with his helmet and tries to snap your neck, you're probably within your cause to um, remonstrate a little bit. I would have do thought. your best whims impersonation. That's well, yeah, we'll get to that one. That's um, there's a bit going on with 
you know, we need to sort through that. But we'll get to it when we get I to it. To finish this one as well, I think yep. the Falcons started one and six last year. They now moved to two and six, if I'm correct. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, and they finished the season on fire last year. So, I hope for all Falcons fans out there that they don't finish the season on fire because next year is going to be the same thing with the same squad. Groundhog Day. Yeah, and you don't want mate. And you don't want that for a fan base. That, you know, as Chucky quite rightly says, if you're an Atlanta sports fan, you're deprived of success oh, or, or interest. So you want to see. Um, some stuff turned around there, quick smart. But hey, Raven Steelers in probably one of the most anticipated games from the weekend. Your game of the week? My uh, yeah, it was my game of the week actually, and it held up twenty eight to twenty four. Um, the Ravens started hot, the Steelers pegged them back, and I guess the story of the tape here, Chucky, would be that Pittsburgh defense really is legit. Yeah, it really is legit. There, Blaze. They um they scored first. They went up seven nothing on a def- on an interception that they ran back pick six there. Yep. Um, and then they really didn't do a lot. Uh, on offense the entire first half. No, not at all. Down no. 7-14, I think it yeah. was. And the Ravens moved the ball okay. And then Pittsburgh really went nuts after that. Came yeah. back, got in front handily, and then were able to hold off Lamar late, which is sort of what we were talking about before. He you yeah. know, he did, he did. had some drives late. He tried to force one into the end zone there, but it obviously it just didn't work out for them very well. And yeah. he had a fumble on fourth down. Yeah, well, which they hurts. they had to settle for a field goal. Yeah. yeah. I think the guys they've got there, Minka Fats... Uh, Minka Fats, Patrick. Fitzpatrick. Jesus Christ. Brilliant. And TJ Watt and the like. Um, you know, they're starting to get their props across the league and in, you know, in social circles as well that they are really they up like to... Joe Haddon down there as yeah. well. they got some good players. they got some real ball players there. So they'd be super happy. And I guess a, a little concern maybe would be, you know, that slow start with the offense and Big Ben yeah. and whatnot. But <coughs> almost touch on Chase Claypool. He's managed to put up 28 points there as well. And they, like, they've scored yeah. more than 26 in every game this year. Yeah, so they'd be they only, I think, they, what did they have? They only had that three times last year. Yeah. So they'd be really happy with how it's tracking. And a guy mm. called Chase Claypool, Schnars. Before we get to Chase Claypool, yeah. complete inverse of the Titans game where they started strong yes. and finished slow. So yep. it's good yeah. to see that they, you know, at least if you take any positive out of it, it's that they finished strong. Yeah. And so I yeah. think they're the sort of balanced team that they can obviously do it either way. They can run it or they can um, throw it through the air there. Because they didn't have a great game rushing-wise on the weekend. They only had the 48 rushing yards mm. from two below. Like, kind of had 47 of them on 15 carries. Yeah. But Ben had 182 through the air and two touchdowns and no picks. So I think really the difference in the end there was the no picks. Yeah. Under yeah. Turner, under Mike Tomlin. Under Mike Tomlin as well with Ben mm. Roethlisberger as their quarterback and the senior players that do have they're one of those mentally strong teams yeah. the slow start won't phase them. Yeah. So it's one of those teams, you know, if you're down early you can really back them in to win mm. games. And you know, they've got the old heads and they've got the young heads and close chat uh, Chase Claypool. Yeah. I've caught yours. <laughs> yeah, you did. You got the stutters. <laughs> Mate, well, You're, well, right. <laughs> You're right, brother. But You're he is un- he is unreal. Watching yeah. him play, he's what, six foot five, like skinny ass, but he flies man. down the line. And he, you know, him and Juju Smith together reminds me of that season when Juju was a rookie and played with Antonio Antonio Brown, and those two were unreal. Yep, absolutely. We said this all off-season, really, that they were crying out for a number two wide receiver. Yep. And even as you said before, you reckon he's making the case to be the number one wide receiver. Yeah, he's incredible. But just while we brought up Mike Tomlin before, I think Mike Tomlin on the weekend passed, I think it was Tony Dungy, to be the most most wins in the NFL by a black coach (laughs) in the history of the NFL. So big props to Mike Tomlin in a league that is... um, a bit short on the African-American coach at the minute. It is a bit of a talking Caucasian point. So, correct. But um, big stance, congratulations right. to him. He's been a really good coach for a long, long time. And um, the Steelers love him. And I think the league really benefits from having someone of his calibre um, leading one of the teams there. So, I love how he wears the aviators in every game. It is good. He has yeah. him on the yeah. sideline. Yeah. He's, oh, he's, he's dressed to him, like he's dressed ready to go to some sort of hip-hop gig up. He's got, his, yeah, he, he's got a swag meter popping off. Yeah. It's dope. 
Um, the Chiefs versus the Jets here in a game that was um, went pretty much to script. Shnazi actually called a very similar scoreline last week. Well, what I say, um, the Chiefs will score over 30 and the Jets won't score under, over 10. Yeah, yeah, correct. And, and 35 to 9 was what we got. 35 to 9 in a day that Paddy Mahomes had a bit of a field day after his, well, da- after, his, ever after his day off the week before yes. um, where he didn't have to do much at all. No. This week he decides he's going to throw 415 yards and five tubs, I think. <laughs> yeah, four, oh, 416, Blaz. 416, yeah, 416 just, yeah. And just a lazy yeah. five tubs. Yeah. Pulled him out of the game there at the end. Yep. Why bother? Yep. Obviously, pretty much nothing on the ground this game, though. But really didn't have to. They no. just sort of did whatever the hell they wanted Would to do. Would have liked to see a little bit of Lev Bell like rubbing the salt in. But I think yeah. that was coming in different ways. How's this, though, yeah. Blaze? They had three receivers go over 95 yards. Yeah. Like, Miko had 96 on seven. Tyreek had 98 on f- four. And then Travis had 108 on eight. Yeah. So, you know, That's they're, a going, huge day. they're going gangbusters over just there. doing whatever they wanted. <laughs> And shout out to the Jersey Cartel, who now owes me a sweet bottle of red. Oh, of course, mm. yes. A little um, a sly wager. Chiefs would uh, cover the spread there of nine and a half points. Yeah. And that was easy. Money. Yeah, that was easy money. I think the thing that's concerning me for the Jets is here, they've scored nine points again. Yeah. And this is the third game straight. They haven't scored a point in the second half. Yeah. So there's three yeah. games in a row they've scored under 10 and they've scored all their points in the first half. Yeah, it's pathetic. They are systematically flawed. Mm. They have holes everywhere. They have oh, no confidence. They have the worst coach in the league. And quite frankly, they have no right to be in the league at the moment. How do you have a coach? It's an NFL coach, Adam Gase, and he is quickly becoming the biggest joke in football because oh, he, he still has his job. Yeah. But um, the main issue here for me is you come out, of, you, you get to half time, you're not going that well. For weeks on end now, they come out like you have four yards against the Bills, I think it was the yep, week before. Right, you're right. Yep. And yeah, and then you do absolutely nothing this week. And like the Chiefs take, you know, I don't. It's the Chiefs, cool. Yep. But like you'd at least see some kind of change or some kind oh, of just switch it up. Try just something. Just do something. You know? Like what are they, just on Adam Gase. Thirty-two. He's lost forty-two games as a head coach in the NFL. Mm. Thirty-two of those forty-two, he's lost by more than ten points. Yes, yeah, so mm. he's getting so he's getting smacked. spanked every time yeah. he does it. Just quickly, while we're uh, on bizarre stats, mm. the Chiefs defense does not get a lot of love on any platform anywhere. Yeah. They are currently the number three scored against defense. They yeah. are only allowing 19 points a game on average. Yeah. And you know this channel and this group of three, especially two, will always show love to the Kansas City Chiefs. And that defense um, will we'll, we'll lead the charge there if that's what it takes. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, they're, they're just not getting enough love, players. They've got ball hawks over there like Tyron and um, you know, Dirty Dan does Dirty his Dan thing. Dirty Dan does what he does. Um, you know. Willie Gay's actually come along a little bit in the yeah, last couple of weeks as best well. Best name in the NFL. Absolutely, yep. without a doubt. They are just doing what they got to do. <laughs> you got something to say. No, I'm going to let the Chiefs fans finish because <laughs> the Chiefs fans love Chiefs fans. So, guess the view's up. Yeah, that's right. The reason the de- defense, though, for mm. the Chiefs is not hyped up to be what it is to be, you've got two sides of the ball here and there's no way you're giving any attention to the defense when you've got that no, offense. Isn't that, isn't that like... It's unjust on the defense. Like, but that's but like that, I, no. Year, but I blame the fans for this because all the fans go out and say, "Oh, how good's Tyreek? Or how good's Travis? Or how good's Pat Mahomes?" I don't, go? Know, yeah. I don't know if I'd say it's how the good's fans. Clyde. I reckon it's and the, they no. All the fans just talk them up and talk them yeah, up okay. so much. I reckon okay. it's the nationwide media though. They only see the Chiefs as an offensive team and they don't show any love to the defense at all. I reckon Chiefs fans have that problem too. It's not well, just the nationwide media. Well, not me because I'm telling it to you right now. <laughs> I'm selling it to you, sports so, fans. It's taken eight weeks. And you're the only one. <laughs> eight weeks. Been going on about it every week. They've allowed twenty points or fewer in seven out of their eight games. Or barely. It's all I talk about. In summary, I would say some of the more objective Chiefs fans would raise the defense as a possible factor in why we go so well. Now, Blaze. Now the more I've got the hat on. Yes. Okay. Let's let's move into the guarantee. Let's do it. 
Not impressed. Yep. Tennessee and, Titans. Sal oh. Abbott. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, so the, we had the Chiefs. They won. Walk in the park. We had yep. the Bucks. They won. That was almost would have been a stitch up. <laughs> made, you, made you sweat a little Huge, bit. But, you know, luckily it was already done by this morning when that was happening. Yep. Uh, Eagles, that was easy against Dallas. And then the Titans. Call that easy. Titans <laughs> it wasn't easy us, watching. No, it's a hard <laughs> watch, no doubt. Right. But the Titans have let us down there against the uh, the Bengals. Yeah, and it was flagged a little bit as a, as a smoky, the smoky, smoky Joe, Joe game. Yeah, smoky but, Joe um, game. But, you know, obviously we'll get to that game in its entirety. Will, but but, but it's, it's a letdown. It and is a Tennessee, letdown. you know, they didn't 50 get 50 bucks down the gurgler, Blaze. Yeah, it hurts. It stings, my friend. And I mean, you didn't get... Oh, no, you did have a win on the punt today. That's right, Blaze. I did win the Melbourne Cup today. Yeah. Thank you. Congratulations. Well, bonus bet. 23 to 1. We'll slide that one. Where's the jockey hat? <laughs> 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 He's lost the plot. Uh, very well, Chucky. Um, you got to celebrate when you only win three out of your eight guarantees. Three out of four. Got to drop. Oh, yeah, I feel Yeah, we are going to get to um, that mid-season review kind of set up. We might do a standalone show and have. I a think look. we do need to do a standalone mid-season review show. Yeah, and, yeah. and have a look at that. Yeah. So um, watch this space. We'll get that in the works with um, with Jim Teakin. Like we might try and do some funky stuff. Now a team with a good defense plays. Yes, my friend. The Miami Dolphins oh. in a defense and Tua's debut game. But we are going to talk about the defense because um, they've built a little bit of a, a squad of men, dare I say, Schnazzy, on that side of the ball. And obviously, we've just discussed it off air as we were doing our little pregame so warm-up. I had a good discussion about this earlier. So right. About the way that the Dolphins have built their franchise. And yep. last year, they traded off. They got rid of Lamarie Tumsil. They got rid of uh, what Kenyon Drake at running back. Minka got rid Fitzpatrick. Of him. Minka Fitzpatrick shipped mm-hmm. him off. Yep. Freed up a whole ton of cap room. Got in brought some in great draft picks. Heaps yep. of picks, which mm. they drafted well. Very yep. well. So their defense was on fire at the start of the year. And quite rightly so, still is on yeah, fire. Yeah. And they've got to a point in the season where they've had the Benz Fitzpatrick, you know, to the... Don't you forget know. about the free agent acquisitions they had as well during the off-season because of all that money they had. Oh, yeah, yeah sorry. Yeah. Sh- should have touched on that. They've brought yeah. in people like Byron Jones, Van Noy from New England yeah. who have yeah. just supported that defense. 100%. I think it's really helps Veteran you go guys. out and you can pick guys that fit your scheme and you can hand-pick them rather than... Because you already know what they're going to do in the NFL rather than taking that risk on... What they could potentially be from a draft, and they're not controversial players either. They've no, got. they're picking yeah. absolute stars. They've been studs in the league yeah. for a long time. Yeah. Byron Jones is an absolute stud. And then what they've done this week is they've gone, "See you later, Fitzpatrick. You're done." And I've done it for good reason because we questioned it a bit last week. Yeah, and I've done a bit more research on it this week. You've done well like, with this one. Shinobi. They're a good defensive side. They need yeah. to they need to keep the ball on offense and not do anything stupid. Yeah. And Fitzpatrick's interception numbers were building up. Mm-hmm. He likes to have a take a shot at the deep ball, which we did see in Tampa Bay under Bruce Arians. Oh, 100. Him and Crab Legs were throwing interceptions everywhere, <laughs> but also throwing for bulk yards. Yeah. And the second thing is, they've got a plethora of picks coming up in this year's draft they as do. well. Yeah. They and do. they need to see what they have in tour now it's because a great otherwise. Time to get on board with the Dolphins. I was just going to say, if you, I know there's a lot of fringe guys that don't know who to go with. Like the yeah. Dolphins, you can see the, mm. the throwback kit here is mm. looking tidy. Um, you know, sort yourself out the Jersey Cartel and hop on the Miami Dolphins bandwagon because yep. I think that's going to be one that's going to start yeah. to build momentum over the next Absolutely. couple of years. And Don't probably hop on a tour jersey just yet. No, probably not. Probably cool your jets on the tour jersey. Yeah, the old Mike Slammer. The left, the left eye. Mate, I've been calling for it and he's played one game and he's won one game. The left-handed gun. You can't slinger. argue with that, can you? Can't argue with that. Got Tell us about this game, Slam. Well, let me. T- I'm just. I've just had a look at the stats. Let me read out some stats for you, and, t- yeah. and you tell me how they've won 28 to 17. Yeah. So two was thrown 12 of 22 for 93 yards, one yeah. touchdown, no picks. That's yeah. probably the only shining light on that is the yeah. no picks. They haven't had a player rush for more than 47 yards. Yep. And their leading receiver had 16 yards on two catches. Yeah. So they've got a bunch of blokes on 15, 15, 16 yeah. yards receiving. Let me so tell you how they won. Defense. Defense. Jared Goff. 
Jared Goff's first half. Two fumbles, two interceptions. One of the fumbles was returned for six. One of them was returned to the one yard line. Yep. And there was a pick six as well, wasn't there? And there was a punt, punt return touchdown. I don't think there was a pick six, but there was no, a punt return okay, touchdown. Okay, return okay, touchdown. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's... They, did, they were really good on every other side of the ball. But I think really on offense, they just more did what they had to do. Bled yeah. out the clock, sort of just mulled around. I think they so were only two for nine on third It's how down, we described Kurt at the start we, of the season. How correct. much are we going to expect out game of Tua on a game debut against the Rams defense? Like, I wouldn't have expected much. Like, maybe more than 100 yards, but... He I'm didn't need to shocked. do anything though. He didn't have to. Yeah, the like, issue he is here. They, His numbers might have been better if they were behind, and he had to try and. He didn't have to throw the, the ball. ball. Yeah. they just yeah. wanted him to protect the ball, run the mm. ball a bit. I not think turn they'd the just ball be over. ecstatic that his body got through fine and that they won the game. Yeah, they'd be, they'd be over the moon. They'd be very happy, and I think Brian Flores is really starting to like. He's just he's earning sneaky coach of the year vibes. Sneaky coach of the year vibes, maybe, but mm. there's certainly um, some credit where credit's due here in terms of the the program that he's built. Um, you know the team, the the pieces, the plan. Even it's all starting to... on this year, Blazer. They yeah. were one and three. Yeah. Now yeah. they're four and three, right on the door of that wild card berth. I don't know Do- that you'd want to play the Dolphins right now. No, I don't reckon I would. Yeah, I wouldn't be signing up. Yeah, you know, like you would have at the start of the year, probably. I don't. Yeah, they're, Dare not, I say they're not the easy beat that you would have penciled down at the start of the year. Dare I say, it, watch out, Buffalo. Well, well, it's up. It's. I think they've definitely got a good defense that could match up with Buffalo. Have they already? They've already lost to Buffalo this year. Yep. Yeah, once. Was that down in Miami? If we, does anyone remember that game I or not? Or? I, rec- I, can't, I reckon it actually might have been because I flagged it. I think it was. No, about, yeah. Was it in Miami or did we say... Because we flagged it saying that it was like a cold team going to a hot zone. Or, yeah. I reckon that's what it's I said. It's best not to get bogged down in but, it. But yeah, <laughs> I think that was something. So I think... Since week four, The next though, game yeah. will probably be in Buffalo in the cold, which won't help the Dolphins. But yeah, absolutely. I don't think you'd want to play the Dolphins at the moment. No. And on the flip side of that... This doesn't do much for the Rams. No. Like, w- I've been saying how they've only beaten NFC East team. And the Bears. And the Bears now. Who, who we love. You know, yeah. <laughs> we've got so much respect for here at the Slim Sam Bagwang fan. Um, and now they lose to the Dolphins in Miami. The offense looks very stagnant. Got yeah. beat up, really, by that defense there in Miami. So, it's really I'd hard with, with Jared Goff. And I'm weary that we might spend a bit too much time here. But Jared Goff mm. is... He's so up and he's so hard to predict mm. what you're going to get. You're going to get 350 yards and four touchdowns, and you know Cooper Cup and Brandon Cooks and all the like are going to look fantastic. Or you're going to get this. You play a, a pretty good defense, and you know go to water. Yeah, you go absolutely mm. to water. I don't know what to do there. I mm. really don't. So. Speaking of water, Blaze. Yep. Let's get into the Vikings. Oh, oh young man, <laughs> you are good with that. Might have been overhyped, actually. Probably wasn't that good. But hey, the Vikings did get a big upset here, 28 to 22. <laughs> Shake mm. your edge, Nazi. Um, a big upset here for Kirk Massive. and the boys. No, I wouldn't even call it Kirk and the boys. I'd nah, call it Calvin and the boys. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's Calvin. 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 Went absolute off. Yeah. Speaking of other players in the offense, didn't have a great as great week because yeah. they were pushing the ball through Dalvin the whole game. Kirk only had <laughs> like 15 would. passes. Yeah. Since 2006, Justin Jefferson is the highest rated, has the highest rookie grade mm-hmm. for a wide receiver. Wow. That That's is huge. good. He is absolutely flying. Yep. He is replacing Stefan Diggs unbelievably yep. well. Yep. Except this yep. week, split the script. Yep. 15 passes from Kirk. 
Didn't Dalvin even throw the ball. You get insane. your absolute Rolls Royce back, and he just goes bunter. What three on the ground, one in the air? I think Dalvin. <laughs> yeah, um, unbelievable. Two hundred uh, yards uh, through scrimmage plays. Yeah, four touchdowns. First Vikings player to ever do it. Also the first ever player to do it at Lambeau Field. So right, you wouldn't have thought that'll be sitting too well with many uh, cheese heads at home. That the only player no. to ever do that is it's a Minnesota yeah, Viking. Yes, that would sting we, a little so bit. We did call this slam. We said if you're going to win the game, if Minnesota are going to win, if the Vikings are going to win games this year, yeah, Kirk is not going to win them the games yep, their yep. running game is going to win it for them correct. Yeah. and when Dalvin went out against I believe it was oh, the they Seahawks went to absolute yeah. water. they went to water yeah. correct and the thing with the Seahawks is what they're 2 and 5 now Slam or are they 2 and 4 the Vikings, oh, the Vikings yeah. 2 and 6 2 and 5 2 and 5 yeah so they've lost is it 3 games by 1 score less yeah. than 1 yep. score yeah. under 3 points well if you remember like I flagged this team as a potential dark horse sort of team that mm. really had to run the ball through Dalvin Cook and we haven't really been able to see that with the injuries and things like that but think you know it has been there a couple of occasions to see that when they can get going and when they can run it through him the way they want to play the game through him and control clock and do the things like that they're going to be a hard team to beat they're not an yep. easy beat they're not a typical two and five team 100 percent. he actually had more rushing yards on the weekend than kirk had passing yards are correct you, and he was still their leading receiver are you getting any um cold feet question marks whatever you want to call it about the green bay packers at the moment well you know, i think a little bit they're quite hard to read i feel like you know hasn't been a great three weeks yeah exactly two two, two bad losses yeah. this loss to a one and one would have been one and five vikings at the time mm, and again absolutely pantsed uh by the bucks, bucks. didn't yep. say patriots that's a win for me <laughs> yeah very good they are they started the season on fires rogers was a contender for mvp up there with our good friend russ yep. let him cook They've hit the skids a little bit and this, you know, this is what we sort of thought might happen a little bit during the season. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, their wide receiver room is not full, is not packed. They don't have a lot of offensive weapons. They've got two weapons on offense, really. And when they, you know... playing on the weekend. Yeah. And when you can shut them down. So Adam's still got three touchdowns, but he only got 57 yards on the day on, on 12 targets. Yeah. Which isn't a lot. So he was good in the red zone. But moving the chains wasn't too good. And that's yep. probably where the Packers lost this game. Sh- where they struggled a little bit. Yeah. yeah, and Aaron Jones is massive for them at this point. I oh, think 100%. He can do so much on the ground and in the catching as well. Um, that yep. it's just, you know, he's going to be integral for them moving forward to keep pressure off Aaron Rodgers and making sure that he doesn't have to be Jesus. He can mm-hmm. actually just be Aaron Absolutely. every now and then and get him over Jesus, the line. Jesus, love it, Blaze. That's right. The Lions and Colts here. Mm. Um, the Colts who are sneakily making their way up in our books. Yep. Um, that's right. They're 41 to 21 victors here against the Lions. Yeah. Um, drew up level in the division now, I believe, with the yes. Titans. So making some waves. Um, the real concern here is the Colts, you know, we've probably written them off a bit because they've just got Phillip Rivers in at quarterback. Correct. They probably had the team. They had the defense last year, good defense. But the Lions are the concern here. Yeah. They have lost their last seven straight home games. Yeah, and right. 5-14 and 14 in the last two years at home as well. He's an unbelievably Not poor good. record yeah. for, a, for a, you know, a game. Yeah. Football is so heavily dominated by the home team. Even if you take out those seven that you just said, that means they're still 5-7 and seven at home since losing, like before losing seven, seven on the trot. Yeah. Like, you expect Quite you remarkable. need to win more than your more of your home games than you lose to be it's, any chance of going to the playoffs. It is just a, another reminder about that franchise and yeah, that brand that and that location. It's yeah. like, oh, I'm going to Detroit. Like, yeah. it's not. No one's scared you're about not, going yeah, to you're Detroit. Not worried about going to Detroit. It's just Ours, a, um, yeah, it's like Jordan Wilkins here on the weekend. I barely ever heard of the bloke. Yeah. Had 20 carries for 89 yards on the ground there for the Colts. Yeah. Jonathan Taylor only had 22 yards. And they've got Hines down there as well. Yeah, Naheem Hines. He had yeah. he had some uh, good day receiving it, especially. Wise. He, yeah, had, he had two receiving touchdowns and um, a very 
highlight touchdown that you should uh, check out. Touchdown and oh, is that the one that a you huge yeah, celebration? The spin? Yeah. yeah, little step. Yeah. Yeah. Hit the trick, 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 trick move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Little, little step spin. It's um. It's I think Phil did everything you would have needed from Phil on the weekend though. Two hundred and sixty-two yards, three touchdowns, no picks. Phil so, the stat sheet. Yeah. This is a much maligned character, Philip Rivers, but you know he is an experienced quarterback. He's behind a pretty good line. The defense um, too, and the defense. Oh, is, the defense the is what's Darius Leonard on the weekend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tasty. First game back in a couple of weeks, I reckon it was. Yeah. He had a strip sack. Yeah. So yeah, he was everywhere. He was elite. You need to watch Darius Leonard. He is a serious. He's a great example of how to play defense oh, in the NFL. It's fantastic. He, he's a cornerstone. He's someone you can build a defense. Defense around, no doubt. Correct. Um, a very. Are you happy with that, Schnauzer? You moving on? Yeah, yeah I don't, don't have much time for the Lions. Or very Colts. good. Um, yeah. The Browns and Raiders played in a snowball. Yeah, in a um, game that we do not need to spend. A yeah, lot of time this on was either. a really tough one for all involved. Uh, it wasn't good for the eyes. It was really windy. It was really mm-hmm. snowy. Um, the Raiders came away sixteen to six victors here, yeah, and the some Browns of the field goals attempts here were amazing. Yes, just I've absolute. Ne- I've never seen balls move like that. Absolute swingers. I don't, I don't reckon ever once any kicker's ever gone to training and his coach has gone, "Hey, no. mate, just hang it like two meters wide of the right upright, yeah. and you might just sneak it into." I the genuinely left. reckon he might have been aiming at the side pylon in the end zone. Yeah, yeah it was. Like, he was putting it like eight. Eight meters wide. Speaking and of curve yeah, back. speaking of things worth to check out, it you was have, it was amazing. You wouldn't have thought field goal attempts are worth having a look <laughs> no, at, but, but it, was, it, is, it was crazy, wasn't it? It's quite. It's, it, it was, was just quite insane. Inter- it and was those balls, like those balls, obviously they're not. I don't have one on me right now, but they're not that big compared to an AFL football. They're quite considerably smaller. Yeah, and they're a bit. They're. They're lighter as well. Yeah, they're yeah, considerably yeah. lighter. So like once the wind gets a hold of it, it Good really God. starts to yeah. drag it. Like they balloon a, a bit more. It's like when the when the punters punt them, they get a lot more hang time. Yeah. They balloon yeah. a bit more. Yeah. But um no, that game was shocking. The no, Browns shocking. even more shocking. Mm. They um you know, they're really struggling without their They've got issues. They're running backs. Yeah. Yeah. So they got the, Kareem Hunt still, you know, he's pl- playing okay. Spittering and yeah. sputtering. Would have liked bit. a lot more out of him. Yep. Yeah. But you know, they are struggling. So no Odell, no, no Chubba running this is, back. This is getting I think really Chubb, Chubb's the big one there. The weird one on the uh, on the Browns, right? So as I've said, I've said it a million times. They need yeah. to run the ball. Baker's yeah. not the guy. Yeah. He's not the guy. I've, I've been very adamant about how much I have a disdain for Baker Mayfield. Yeah. But so in games that the Browns have won this year, they've scored more than thirty points in every single game. Yeah. In games that they've lost, they've had three. So every game that they've scored thirty plus or scored seven points or less. Yeah. So they either get. Absolutely killed, or can't or get put up thirty going at all. Downhill yeah. skiers, yeah. we've yeah. been saying it, hundred percent. We've been saying it all year. They yeah. beat up on teams up like the Bengals. Six points on the Raiders at yeah. home. They beat Josh up. Jacobs punched them though, one hundred and twenty-eight yards on the ground. In those conditions, having a running game like that and a running back like that, and that's what makes all the difference. That's what this yeah. game was leading to. It was a game yeah. of the running backs not being able to throw the ball accurately. Yeah. Mm. And when you got Josh Jacobs versus Kareem Hunt, and you know Kareem Hunt was once at, when he was at the Chiefland, mm. he was a prestigious 100%. talent. Yep. If you're wanting to have a look at like specky highlights and stuff, Jarvis Landry he did have some stuff ups on the weekend, but he also had one seriously good one-handed grab yep. with his left. It was very impressive. Tidy. Watch your space on that one. Um, the Bengals and Titans in probably one of the upsets <laughs> Upset of, the, of week. the week. Absolutely. Um, Joey Burrow, smoking Joe. Smoking Joe. And uh, <laughs> he's no joke. Okay. Oh, oh, my God. Tennessee Titans. Watch for time and you're running that crap. Tennessee Titans. I apologise to all the fans out there who just had to listen to that. <laughs> More would love that than they don't. The Titans got 20 and the Bengals got 31. Um, mm. And a really, really good matchup here for a young Joe Burrow. 
Yeah. Um, and T Higgins had a bit of a breakout here. He's been having a great year anyway, to be honest. 78 yards and six receptions there. Yeah. Uh, the Titans didn't get a single sack on Joe Burrow this week. And um, considering they've brought in Clan, I'm not sure if Clan even played, to be honest, but that would have been looking for that. Hasn't had a great was, year at all, has I it? had that written down. So yeah. they brought him in on a $15 million one year deal. Yeah. Davion Clowney. Yeah. Big dog. He has had one tackle for loss all wow. year. No yeah. sacks. And a man who was demanding mega money, money yeah. in the offseason has come in and hasn't produced anything. No. One thing the Titans no. lacked last year was a pass rush. Correct. Yeah, they brought in that guy to still, fix it. They're still lacking it. They are lacking it more than ever. That would be filthy. They would be absolutely yep. filthy. He has underperformed big time. And he thought on the back of this one-year deal, have a super year and get that huge deal. Mate, kidding <laughs> yourself. <laughs> oh, you are a joke. Oh, wow. Got that. Bang. I think bang, I've bang, said a bang. few times about Henry, if he has over 100 yards and more than like 20 carries, yeah. they don't lose. We had 18 carries on the weekend for 112 yards and they did lose. Yeah, so that's right. a big, So they bucked big, the trend a little bit. Yeah, against the, the Bengals of all people yeah. have bucked the trend. I Corey Davis went off as well. Had had 128 yards and eight receptions. him a couple of weeks ago, yeah. So those two were the biggest stat movers of the day, but the Bengals were really more of a team effort there on the on the weekend. Yeah. Did a lot more, spread the ball around a lot more, weren't as one-dimensional as the Titans. It was their best rushing game for the year. Yeah. Well, I've got a weird stat on the rushing, right? They brought in So point, on Giovanni yeah. Bernard, when yeah. he has more than 15 rush attempts in a game, the Bengals are 11-1-1. One, and one. Jesus, that is a rare stat. Is that not the most rare yeah, stat? That is heard? out there. Like, Mixon's been crap. Yeah. Oh, like, oh yeah, he's been pretty much crap. Yeah. Like, he's had one game where he was really good and everything yeah. else, he's been pretty average. But Giovanni Bernard, if he has more than 15 rushes, 11-1-1. One, one. That's unreal. Because he, he had two that touchdowns was, Can we get that in Zach Taylor's um, space? I don't know what I was going to say. The email inbox or something like that. He needs to know. Yeah. That that hey, is somebody a needs to tell <laughs> Someone needs to Wait, tell were you just trying to say someone just needs to tell Zach Taylor? Yeah. yeah. And I got, and By I got, putting it in his space. I got, yeah. mud, I got muddled. Get on his MySpace. <laughs> I got muddled up in the... Del- Tom from MySpace his, will help you out. Try and get to one of his top friends. <laughs> I got muddled up in the delivery of the message. Rambling. Yeah. Um, the Buffalo Bills and the New England nah, I Patriots. Think, I think we've got to go back to that one quickly. Okay, With the Bengals stat that Slam was bringing in there. So we've yeah. been saying it all year. Mixon's been trash. Yeah. Joe's been throwing the ball everywhere. He's been having pass attempts out of the world. His shoulder's nearly out of his arm. Yeah. They have a game. What did they get out there? They had, uh, was it 32 rushes, 118 yards, two yeah. touchdowns rushing the ball. Bernhard had two from scrimmage. Yeah. That's how they've won this game. Their yeah. rushing game yeah. finally stood up and they finally figured out a scheme to get it to work. Yep. Yeah. And, and good on them. Giovanni. Yeah, good apparently on so. Bill's Pats. I reckon, and G- they've been using Giovanni a bit <laughs> no, in the receiving game. Introduce it well. when you're ready, mate. Sorry, but. That was the fir- that was one last thing on the he Bengals. Apologise on camera. That was one <laughs> last be thing. A first. One last we'll thing on that. the Bengals. That's their first win against a team above five hundred yeah. since week five of twenty eighteen. Good good luck to them. So over two years. I'm just still I'm I'm shooketh by Giovanni Bernard. I know. <laughs> He's like Hey, you want to rest that? <laughs> that is unbelievable. He is like the Antichrist. What? What? <laughs> I love when we got static on the mic because you're trying oh, to compute what you've just I'm said. I'm not sure. I'm right. not sure. Bills Some versus Pats. Pats. Can we get to the Bills and Pats? 24 finally? versus 21. Thank you, Key takeaway from this game for the Bills or for New England, first four-loss streak since 2002. Wow. A long time. That is I'll huge. say this, though. The Bills might be the worst 6-2 and two team I've ever seen. Okay, interrupt my flow. Cop that. Second, <laughs> Cop this that. is the Buffalo Bills' first win at home versus New England since 2011. That's insane. Yeah. When we were talking about home wins before, that's insane. So that, that is insane. So obviously Buffalo was Brady's house house away from home for a yeah. little while. 100%. Yeah, 100%. He was just going there beating them up and going Yeah, 100%. Home. What yeah. this shows is although the score was 24-21 here, 
it's a huge mental demon that yeah. the, the yes. Bills have and passed and true. beaten they, in this they game. Were, they were, like, to be fair, with a minute to go in this game, the Patriots were about 15 yards away yeah. and they were either going to tie it or win it mm. and then Cam's fumbled it. Uh, so massive props to Buffalo's defense there for that that linebacker running over and punching the ball out. He saved game. Game saving play. Absolutely saved the game. I tell you what, Grumpy Bill would have been pretty flat with Cam Newton after the game. He did come out and say, look, we only had a million bucks to spend and we got Cam Newton. So look I think into that. What, what was his was we loaded yeah. up in the last few years, we loaded up and went all in on Super Bowls and down. now we're paying the price. Yeah, yeah, exactly. To be fair though, they've still got a few players in that COVID out list. Yes, they do. Who yeah. opted out for the oh, season, yeah. not yeah, having yeah, COVID, yeah, yeah. which has hurt their defense a bit. But oh, that's yeah. not the issue. Their offense is the issue here. Yeah. And Cam has... Not done himself any favors so since about week three. Like I just said, the Bills are six and two, right? And yeah. maybe I was being a tad dramatic before, but yeah. they've actually got a negative point differential. Is that right? So on the yeah. year, they've had more scored against them oh, than they've yeah. actually put up as points, and they're six and two. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. I was uh, what I wanted to quickly touch on here is Tom Brady has come back into the fold here at Tampa Bay. He's got all these weapons, and he looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. Well, he look he looks a lot better than he did. The Patriots are still... <laughs> Had to hold yourself back on that one, did you? The Patriots are still absolutely devoid <laughs> You of... can see the hurt on his face. <laughs> you I'll can just, see I'll it. I'll just wind it back and touch the on The Patriots are absolutely devoid of offensive talent. And that is a really, really... They've, they've drafted really poorly. The free agency hasn't worked out with Sunil and alike. I don't know. You know. I feel for Cam in some respects because this is probably curtains really on the career. It's starting to look really quite grim. But... How much can you do on your own? There's nothing that Edelman's now gone for. Yeah, I think he's on IR now. So, and he was the only thing you had that was kind of close. Like, what what can you actually do there if you're not getting any help from the people around you? You, you genuinely have, sh- you know, no namers at every position. And all you can say to that is just it shows you how great Tom was with the yeah. players he had. Like, obviously, he relied on Gronkowski for years, and when yeah. Gronkowski retired, it got incredibly tough. When I think, he, yeah, I think Tom he had, had his favourites. Yeah, no, I think no. he had a bit more when he was winning. Yeah, he, he had a bit, but yeah. like you looked even last year, like Edelman was not much chop, Samu yeah. was not much chop, yeah. and then you got Nikhil Harry last the end, year, they, not much towards chop. Towards the end, they went away from having that, but most of the time they would go out and have you know at least one or two bona fide yeah. stars. Like they, they went out and had Randy Moss for a while there. They you know they used to go yeah, out and get at least like, they had like Chris Hogan. Oh yeah, yeah. Like like you can make average blokes look good. Hundred no percent. And then he what he goes gets a, a big deal and he's still playing in the league now. So good on Chris well, Hogan. Yeah. That was part of the yeah. magic. That was part of the magic of Tom Brady through that that period for mm. sure. That I think was, when Tom Brady's there as well, players are more inclined to come rather than, yeah, you know, they're not as big of a destination team anymore. It's probably a fair assessment, which is too. the same as like what the Chiefs are going through at the moment because they've got Patty Mahomes. Players like Le'Veon Bell are willing to go and play there. We'll take a pay cut, to get yeah. cut, yeah. yeah, and potentially get a chip. So yeah, it's a it's an interesting one, and it's it's one of those dynamics in the NFL that is just part of the game. Hey, the Broncos and the Chargers um, in a game that was dead to rights for most of it, but the Chargers um, running yeah. away with it. Real Taylor too. Uh, and then blast. the Broncos out of nowhere, thirty-one to thirty, with None a little. None of us got this right. No, nah. no one did. One on a uh, throw right as time expired as well. The blast. Drew Locke to KJ Hamler with a butt touchdown. Mm. So butt you don't touchdown. you don't get to see that very often, no, uh, especially not. not to win the game. No. So. Any key takeaway here, Key Shinazi, takeaway right? here, which I didn't really realize before the game. Now the ch- Chargers, uh, sorry, the Broncos are four and one in their last five against the Chargers. That's yeah, for you. Yeah, that's not a bad stat there at all. How's this one though for you, Shinazi? The Chargers Fine, have become mate. the first team since the 2003 Falcons to lead three games in a season by 17 points or more and lose all of them. So apparently, it's a serious Chargers and Falcons problem <laughs> for the last 20 years. <laughs> so this is- 
What's going on with those two clubs? <laughs> for 20 years. Like, 20 that's insane. years. insane. It's, you know, it's a massive on, portion of our life. On the positive, yeah. they do have Justin Herbert. Yeah. And he is the only rookie besides the Sean Watson yeah. to have four straight games of three touchdowns or more. Yeah, well, that's and that's on the back of... Um, he mul- has been the one shining light. Multiple 300-yard no games. You yeah. know, he's just, he is really, really positive. And I think um, in terms of moving on from, you know, your... I was, I was about to say the word generational. That is not correct. Your franchise quarterback for a long while when yep. Philip Rivers yep. um, into I'd someone that, that Herbert looks every bit like he can just step into that and be it for the next 10, we'll 15 years. We'll be talking about years. him for years, I reckon. Yep. Yeah. Oh, 100%. I look forward to it, big now, guy. Question for both it's of you. It's going to be a serious AFC West battle there for a while, a mm. long time to come, I would have thought, between mm. Herbert and Mahomes. Yeah. Well, the question I had for you is, yep. what are your thoughts on Drew Locke so far this season? Well, the first three quarters of the weekend, nothing. Um, mm. And pretty much that for the rest of the year as well. So far, hasn't really been doing much, which is a bit of a letdown because going as the season ended we last year... Yeah, we really have to own that. I definitely hype him up. I was on that early. I thought he was going to be really good. And that's how he ended the year. So that was, you know, basing on the footage. But... Um, mm. Yeah, not great so far. But then, obviously, in the last quarter, they scored three touchdowns and he had a game-winning touchdown at the end there to put them, what are they now, three and four on the season. Probably staves the walls off for a little bit. I, I think reckon. it does, definitely. And I think when you when you don't have, you don't have... You haven't had Von Miller and you haven't had um, Cortland Sutton all year. He did miss two games, though. Yeah. Because yeah. Brett with two Ts, Brett Ripon, yep, yep. did mate. start one and did come in at halftime. Yep. Mm. But hey, no, it's just a question mark to keep watching because Drew Locke was one of those players that we sort of hyped up at the start of the year and he's not doing so well. It's kind of up and down a little bit at the moment. Watch this space. Seahawks, Niners. Um, the Niners now approaching critical mass in terms of the injuries that they've got. Um, and the Seahawks got away 37 to 27 in a game that, you know, Seahawks have been playing in all these shootouts and late in games and overtimes and whatnot. They kind of put the foot down a little bit here. Um, they kept the Niners out of it. And obviously big injuries to um, especially Kittle, but obviously losing a couple along the way, Garoppolo and Pettis, I believe, are both hurt. Mm. Um, 37-27. You know, I think we... Did what they had to I do I think here. we expected this here. Did yeah. anyone really think the Seahawks were going to lose two in a row? No. No, what, wouldn't no. have thought so. What I did like was their defense in the first half. I was yeah. like, actually, have they finally come to play? And then I watched the last quarter highlights, yeah. and uh, they didn't. <laughs> and that was pretty much the similar in the, uh, the last week against Arizona as well. They were yeah. pretty good in the first half and a bit, bit watered down in the second half. Seahawks started 6-1 and one here for the uh, second time in their franchise. Last yeah. time they did it, they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, okay. So, Look there's out. that going for them as well. Bit, Russ has a bit of history on his side against the Niners. He's 14-4 and four all time. Really? Mm. Against the Niners? Yep. That's impressive. He'd be really happy with that. Granted, That's they were down for a, a, a bit there probably three or four years ago, not too flash. But yeah. Before that, they were in the Super Bowl when Kaepernick was the quarterback. Since then, so they've, been, yeah. they've been a pretty good side. They'd be very happy with that. I think they'd be very happy with their year. Russell Wilson mm. continues to cook. It's another Absolutely. four another four touchdowns this week, I believe. He is just running away with this MVP. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, is he's Peyton, on. Is he's Peyton Manning's touchdown record in jeopardy here? What is it, fifty four or something? I think so. Fifty four. Yeah, believe he's well, been at on the pace. moment he's on track for fifty eight yeah. or something. Yeah. He's he's had twenty Oh, I can't think now. But and I guess... To I don't know, 50... Yeah, he, yeah. Brilliant transition. To wrap that up a little bit, but D, yes, DK at Metcalf the moment, as well. At the moment, he's on track to break that. Yeah. If he if he does the same thing on the second half of the season, he will break it. Right? And you've obviously got Metcalf there, who's yeah. just turning into an absolute bona fide superstar. Mm. Um, impossible matchup. I think there was something I saw that said Brady and um, Manning had both had the most touchdowns through seven games, and they were both around 24, 25, and I think Russ might be at 26. Okay. And obviously, they both won the MVP that year. Yeah. So. What's your space with that one? But obviously, some historical kind of numbers coming along. 100%, mate. Yep. 100%. Bears and Saints here, 26-23. I saw your eyes. You wanted to move along a little bit, did you? Yeah, not really keen on yeah. this game. <laughs> the Bears don't really like them. Yeah. You know, they were in front most of the game against the Saints. 
The Saints here, no Michael Thomas still. Apparently yeah. he did train last week, so we should be seeing him getting closer this week. We well, hope. You'd hope so, wouldn't you? Um, provided there's no... Provided there's no indiscretions at off, training. Yeah, yeah. Provided the there's edges. no whims. <laughs> Lucky he wasn't playing because him and whims might have... Good Lord, yeah. Man. Well, maybe yeah. whims was op- operating on his behalf because I believe it was Thomas and, Char- and Gardner Johnson that went yes. toe-to-toe, wasn't it? Correct. Yeah. Mm. And there is a bit of... I did read some you know, rumours on Twitter that were sort of saying that he spat on... Yeah, he spat on him before that. that. And he'd yeah. ripped the mouthpiece off of him originally, which is what the Bears player no, tried to do. No, it was a teammate. Time. Oh, was it a teammate? Yeah, yeah, I reckon. Yeah. So... Garner Thomas, I think what no, I, I think, w- I think the guy that Wims yanked it off on the second one, that was the guy that pulled it, but he didn't yeah. do it to him. He yeah. did it to one of his. Yeah, teammates. he did it to teammates. But the yeah. funny part about it was that was actually on the previous drive. So yeah. he sat on the sidelines for eleven whole minutes, <laughs> and, and they're, probably about there, it. they're probably there scheming up plays and doing all that. And Wims is clearly just sitting there like, oh, "Where is I'm he?" Grabbing that mother effer's bloody <laughs> mouth guard. The Where is he? I get out there, like, look out, like. So imagine 11, what he was eleven thinking. minutes. He's just been spe- stewing on. He's it, obviously sitting there going, oh, "I'm gonna it's get him." Not even him. that. Like, imagine what he was thinking in the first minute when he's first gone to the sidelines. <laughs> yeah. like, I'm gonna bloody body kill that. And then he's out here now going, and after 11 minutes, he's calmed down to a lever. He's going, I'm just going to take his chain. Yeah. Yeah. But just imagine what would have happened if he'd gone straight back on it. If they got interception or something, that would just imagine it. But just like, oh, he you... yanked the mouth mouthpiece, didn't break it, and then he's sort of backed off. And then he's like, you're thinking, ah, oh, that's it then. And then he just goes one of those big open hand pumps, which I, I still don't understand. What is the point of trying to hit someone in the head in American football? Like, fair enough, it's the AFL. There's nothing there to protect it. But they've got a helmet on. They've got a helmet on. All it's going to do is break your hand. Like, <laughs> and you, end up, you end up just bitch slapping them in the face <laughs> and it looks weak as. Like, what's the point? It is bizarre. It is a bizarre little um, highlight there. It's so getting we're getting off topic. This was the Alvin Kamara show, no doubt. Yeah. Led the team in receiving, led the team in rushing, 96 and 67 yards there uh, comparatively. So they win as he goes. Oh, 100%. To, look, for the. For the fact that they're five and two and have not had Emmanuel Sanders for what two or three weeks and haven't had Mark Thomas two, pretty much Mark the entire Thomas. year, yep. they are in a way better spot than you would anticipate. If I told you at the start of the year that Michael Thomas hadn't played all year, which yep. is a scary part because we're still sort of underrating and we're still saying they're not they've a great got, side. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They've got the um, Bucks. Bucks this weekend, yep. so that is a massive game. It's a big it's watch. Be huge. It's, it's going to be a big watch, and it's, and it's nice to see that the Bears are back to five and three. Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah. Um, it's a couple of all-time quarterbacks going toe-to-toe there, but you know you'll be able to get that in the preview show coming up. Hey, Absolutely. Eagles-Cowboys in arguably the worst game of football I've ever seen. Yeah, but I didn't watch it. 23-9 um, to 9 here. The Eagles came away with it. Mm. Big shout-out, Jersey Cartel. It's been coming for a while, mate. Travis Fulgod, or Fulgram, Fulgram, depending on how you want to um, interpret that, looked yeah. good again, but he was pretty much the only highlight there. In a really, Carson Wentz was Just deplorable, one of the worst games. Um, and the Cowboys had a quarterback who looked like he was in sixth grade. Diggs's brother had two interceptions. Trevor in Cowboys yeah. defense, so that's probably about the only highlight there. I don't have too much else on that. All show. I, I, I watched the highlights for every single game, and I did not even turn these ones on. Yeah, I just so you didn't watch them for every single game. <laughs> nah, every single game except that one. Minus one. I, I ca- have. I happened to see a few things in passing. Yeah, just okay, like, we get it. You didn't watch. It was awful. Just awful. I'm he's done. done? Yeah, I yeah, think he's done. He's done. Yeah. So I have a few names to rattle off here. Ha-ha yep. Clinton-Dix, Gerald McCoy, Dontari Poe, Everson Griffin, and Daryl Worley. They were all signed as free agents in the off-season. They've all been cut. Dontari Poe got cut? Yep. Got wow, cut. Hey. Yeah, got cut. So the them. only... And then they have three more uh, free agents they the, signed. Were they all on the Cowboys? Yes. Mm. Wow. They were their off-season signings. So they <laughs> let players like Byron Jones walk out, yeah. and this is who they've signed instead. The other signings who they've had who are still active, uh, Andy Dalton, some sort, yeah. somewhat active, yeah. Greg Zerline, brain injury, and Oldham Smith. Pain. 
So, so yeah, seventy percent right. of their free agent signings have all been cut, and it's only week eight. Yeah, and the ones that are playing have been so. What are they subpar. doing? Because they're, they're not moving on their t- stuff. Like they're not moving on players to get picks in or because they still apparently like Everson Griffin was not, traded. The rest were cut. They've come out and said they're not going to fire the defensive coordinator. They're not going to fire Mike McCarthy. So what are they doing? Tanking. But I don't get it. That's all they I can really be doing. Yeah, I don't know that. I you, really don't I, get it. Tanking is fine. Like, but, why would you not try to Mari Cooper and get something for him? But when you're the Cowboys, the tanking doesn't fly. Like, I think it's going to fly now because what are they? One and six. You think that? Oh, sorry. Two. Two and six. Two, but you're talking two, a fan base. You're talking media. You're talking all this stuff. It's all gone though. It's all like as soon as Dak got injured, their season was done. Yeah, I, well, yeah. I can appreciate that. And they're going to get. They, they're going to have to. This is what this is going to do is create more hype for them to sign Dak next year. Yeah. And they're going to come back with the same offense, and that's why they're not trading him. And they're going to use this year's picks on defense. But that, yeah, but they sign don't, some yeah, more that, free agents because all the cap room. They've that's got what I'm saying. I players. reckon if I was them, you get rid of Amari Cooper, you could probably get two first rounders because what they give up? They gave up like three to get him. I think it was two and a second. Yeah. Two and a second. So, oh, so say you get two first, you get rid of that. You get. But does anyone get, pay? Two firsts for Amari Cooper? Now? I don't, I don't well, think so. I don't know, but don't like, all so. I'm saying is you wouldn't be short at wide receiver because they've still got CeeDee Lamb, they've still got Gallup, still got you know all the other awesome. blokes there as well. You know they need de- like offense isn't the problem. No, they're not getting like they're not losing games seven. Hang eight, on, four. hang on. They, they they went all the way to New York and wait, not New York. Who they who they play last week? Washington. No, but that was, I'm and saying with Dak. With Dak, the offense with wasn't okay, their with problem. Dak. At the start of the like, year, not, they weren't losing games seventeen fourteen. They were losing games forty to thirty nine. Still, like, Andy Dalton's a serviceable quarterback. Yeah, well, apparently not. Oh, serviceable <laughs> yeah. quarterback at Cincinnati the last two years there. Mm, well, he, had he had some good years before that. Yeah, but, you know, there is a thing yeah, called no, decline. No, no. <laughs> I assumed that he was going to be much better than he was. But a rate of decline. I think that's that's clearly just a whole team that's quit on the year. Yeah. Oh, as soon as Dak went down, they won yeah. that game for him and then they quit. I yeah. reckon that's enough said on that game too. Yeah. 100% just quietly. Um, the last game of the weekend came today. Almost the, the upset of the week. Monday night football. This would have definitely been upset of the week and I would have been licking my lips if the Bucks had lost to the Giants. Have, gone but they got over the head. line 25 to 23. The state of the bet gets even darker um, <laughs> by the week. And, and I think the main the main thing to watch here, Schnazzi, is the Bucks just got it done. It, it, the Giants seem to be a team that... A kind, you know, I'm not saying by any means they're any good, but they might no. not be as bad as we think. I, watching, oh, from what's seen yeah. today, I thought they're a genuine chance of winning the division. <laughs> well, obviously, because they're not very far behind, but like, still. Yeah. I think their whole their whole preseason, everything was based around, you know, your primary offense is going to be running the ball for a Saquon yeah. Barkley. Oh, yeah. And then Daniel Jones has, you know, he's not a bad quarterback. I still yeah. think he's going to be okay. He needs to get better ball control. He's yeah. okay today. But they've had no running game all year. Yeah, absolutely all year. And I think they had a, a, a bit, a bit of a better, ba- bit of a better game on the ground today, mm. yeah. which yeah, helped them did. a lot and took the pressure off Danny Dimes a bit. But their team, like what we, they, they've lost five games but under ten points this year. Yeah, which is just ridiculous. And we've been writing it's them like off. The opposite of the Browns. Opposite of the Browns, but we've been putting them in the same category as the Jets. They're far yeah. from in the same category yeah. as the oh, Jets yeah. here. They're, much yeah. they're the just Jets. in the same state and they're getting lumped in with a pile. Well, speaking, yeah, so I how we so. talked about the Detroit before and their struggles at home, New York are the only team worse than that over the last two years. They're actually 5 and 15 at home since 2018. Well, they've started three of the last four seasons, one and seven. Wow. So yeah. Which is why. What the Falcons, that hurts. Like the Falcons, like yeah. you said before. That that is, it's worrying. It's worrying, but they're clearly not in anywhere near a... As big a disaster as the Jets. Yes, are. I think that is probably a very, mm. a very smart call, and I think 
Um, maybe just a touching on the box quickly. Gronkowski and, they, and they'd be a hell of a lot better with Barkley. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, absolutely. That just goes without saying. Absolutely. Yeah. Gronkowski, third straight week with a touchdown. Yeah, um, yeah. So him and Tom are kind of recreating the magic, a little throwback. Sort of got lucky that I throwback Monday. Did a little bit. Antonio play today? No, the game. no. Even, no. They're looking at taking snaps um, potentially next week. What? I think we've lost camera. Regardless, oh. we're about done. If we've lost camera, we're just going to have to. Um, you have to bear with us, folks. If you if you're watching us live, if not, the podcast will roll on, of course. Um, well, that's the last game, Blaze. That is the last, is game. The last game. So we're going to wrap this up nice and quickly. Socials: Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, alike, Slim Slam, and the Bandwagon Fan. Twitter: SSBF Podcast. Make sure you're all over that for us, folks. The get uh, the getaway, the giveaway is red hot at red the moment, hot. and we've seen some really nice uptakes. So keep sending in your screenshots of that confirmed yeah. subscription, yeah. And um, we're monitoring all the activity from there. And don't think that if you'd already just subscribed, you can't send us through a screenshot of your subscription. Absolutely, got to be in it to win it. Um, and we're watching that like a hawk, and we're looking forward to giving away a customizable Guernsey from the Jersey Cartel to you very soon. Mm. Uh, podcast wherever you get them, uh, give us a follow. Keep showing us that support. YouTube, obviously, as we're plugging with. Give you. us five stars and Apple Music correct and with the subscriptions there on YouTube um, keep showing us a love continue to help us grow with all that said and unfortunately if you are watching I think you've lost sight of us but Slammer he's maybe... been Slim I've been Slam that's the bandwagon fan good night good night <laughs>